Good afternoon. It's Peter Bassler, Business Development at ESEC Lending. Likely like you, I'm working from home here out of Westport, Connecticut. And we're on with my colleague, Jim Maroney, who runs our Corporate Bond and Equity Lending Book. And we just want to come on and have a quick conversation, tell you what's going on in the market, and you know, tell lenders what they should be thinking about in these un, um, unchartered territory that we're in today. So, hey, Jim, how's it going over there? Good, Peter. I am... Uh... I am in lovely Dartmouth, Massachusetts, where it is sunny for the first time in three days. I too am working from home, as is uh, the entire trading team. So yeah, you know um, this this whole working from home thing is an interesting dynamic for everybody, right? Our whole company is now at home, and what are you seeing from kind of the borrower side, the demand side, as you try to interact and and lend securities in this environment? Yep, it's been a big transition, uh, both for me or I guess for. Anybody in the market who's been around a long time, a month ago, I would have said, I will never work from home. I can't get the same dynamic, the same feel um, as you can on a trading floor. Uh, completely, I've done a 180 on that. I, um, it's been very successful, actually, but a, a transition nonetheless. So ESEC set up pretty nicely with um, virtual systems so we can plug and play from home, which uh, I never really fully appreciated, um, being a guy who's in the office every day. Um, but now as we've transitioned, the whole team, uh, we tested a couple weeks ago and the whole team now has been working from home, uh, over communicating. We, we probably haven't talked to each other, uh, as much as we do now, but we do notice uh, a difference on the borrower side. So some, and it varies, uh, some of the prime brokers were set up for this and some were not. And, uh, so what that leaves us with is a dislocation in the market and many times reliance on relationships to maintain existing balances. Um, so that piece has been tricky, even though we're set up, uh, every trade has two sides. And so it, it's been, um, uh, it's been a learning experience, but I think, uh, slowly, but surely the entire market will get there. Um, you know, probably right about the time that we all go back to the office. Right. I've got to imagine you're doing a ton of zoom conference calls, just like everybody listening to this podcast. Zoom is the new way forward. Steep learning curve. Yes. Um, but it works quite well. So um, it's, uh, there's a, a number of different ways you can communicate for, for traders. You've got Bloomberg, um, which has historically been an IB system, a closed IB system where you talk back and forth and um, that's continued. The amount of tickets we've been doing um, has increased over the last two weeks versus probably our average week for the last three or four years since I've been at ESEC. So um, happy to see that it has been, um, it, it's been an interesting market for sure. Great. Well, let me, let me ask you a question. So I think we're all feeling like we're in uncharted territory with this virus and the crazy stock market volatility. What are you seeing that doing to kind of the demand level? What, what's happening from kind of the borrowing side of the world? We could do this podcast every day and it, my answer would be different to that every single day for the last three weeks. But so uh, volumes have picked up. I think we're hearing from most um, of our counterparts Net leverage remains the same, but they've seen a shifting. Uh, so many hedge funds over the last few weeks were uh, delevering, getting rid of their levered longs, and then redeploying that leverage into uh, hedged shorts. So um, specifically talking about long short strategies where um, these guys have, they're paid to be long and short. By definition, a hedge fund is flat risk and they clip kind of uh, they clip the arb that comes between the long and the short. Um, but over the, throughout this bull market, it's been a 10 year bull market up until um, last month. 
they've been levered long toward the end of this just to kind of grab any alpha they could over benchmarks. Everything was by the dips. That's changed dramatically. And so uh, I think that violent down draft that, we've, that we saw uh, from, the, from the highs, the 30 plus percent across most indices, was driven mostly by the leverage getting pushed out of the market, redeployed into ETFs. We saw that in our balances. Our balances uh, tripled in ETFs, and that's probably the same across most agent lenders, uh, which is a nice easy vehicle to use to hedge against a longer portfolio that maybe you can't sell all at once or, or don't want to sell all at once. So um, it's been uh, so, so kind of net flat in terms of volume. Our balances across the book are about down the same as, um, as most indexes in each market. However, there's been a ton of churn. Uh, so uh, on a daily basis, our, the number of tickets we print are up about 30, 35% across the program. So uh, I think this is uh, healthy for the market. I think it is putting um, hedge fund strategies back where they belong, which is um, a, a more balanced approach to the market as opposed to just trying to outperform indices, which did really well in the passive money. Um, I think quant black boxes, um, contribute to the volatility in the market, um, but have also um, kind of found their place, I think, here down 30, 32%, whatever it is. We've had three good days in the market, the last three days, uh, green arrows. So hoping we're forming a bottom. Well, let me ask you another question, because friends and family are asking me, they're constantly saying, well, this kind of volatility must, you guys must be killing it. This is great for you know, your type of business. And yep. I don't know how you'd answer that question if pricing has all of a sudden become, you know, more expensive for people to borrow securities or is it better to be a lender today? It seems to be more of a perception than reality, but just wanted to kind of get your sense of that. Yep. Historically, we talk about volatility being the measure for securities lending and how good the market is. And so if volatility is up, then lenders are doing great. So it happened quick. Um, the volatility spiked, went from sub 15 to over 80 at one point, uh, which I, you know, friends and family are going to say, yeah, it must be great. And it will be great. I'm pretty bold up about the market, uh, securities lending market for the rest of 2020. But initially you're marking your on loan book down, assuming no volatility at all. So you're down 20% right out of the gate from a revenue standpoint. So that's tough to backfill. Uh, and then from the perspective of are things too expensive for um, uh, to short? No, they're not. In fact, GC has gotten uh, quite cheap to short um, as people find themselves in positions where they need to maintain balances for whatever reasons. There could be any number of reasons um, and you have to pay up to keep that balance. So GC has gotten, from our perspective, expensive to buy, but from a hedge fund or PB's perspective, um, quite cheap. So, uh, but specials, uh, as you would imagine, in certain sectors, airlines, restaurants, uh, cruise lines, energy, um, specials are popping up everywhere. So, uh, I, we haven't really seen sector shorts with a few exceptions. Um, cannabis sector has been a short for the last couple of years, but outside of that, we haven't seen sector shorting and kind of um, momentum short side trading, which we're now seeing. Uh, in those sectors I just mentioned. And I think that's going to remain. There'll be winners and there'll be losers. And um, like I said, a, a healthier market for sure. And I think the higher volatility levels are certainly going to be here for the foreseeable future. And that's good for us. But um, 
it takes a while to catch up to the market just from that big drop. That's a 20% revenue gap that lenders have to backfill before, um, before they start seeing the benefits of this higher volume. So instead, in other words, um, your mark to market masks the actual volume we're seeing and the, uh, the positives that are happening in the market today. Okay, great. Well, that's really helpful, Jim. I mean, I think, you know, the demand picture is changing. Like to see some sh more shorting out there. The, uh, the volatility has been a little bit too extreme to kind of feel what, what's going to happen next. Um, but uh, a lot of people working from home, it's a busy time. And uh, we'll tune back in with you next time. Appreciate your thoughts. Anytime. Thanks, Peter.